In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We salute you. We honor you for grinding it out in the stress bubble of life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. Our goal for every episode, guys, whether it's an equipping of in 10 or the interview format, is to call you into the arena of manhood, to call you out of the faceless, nameless, male-dominated bleachers, and to call you up to the absolute best version of yourself. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with... The PhD of sound, Dr. Sound, Pat George, and Dale Culver on my left is our producer and the backbone of this podcast. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Doing good today. Did you like that little change up? That get you a little yeah, nervous? I did. Little bit nervous. Little bit questionable. You guys so didn't jump in like on the me. you guys didn't jump in on the every man wins, everyone wins, but that's we okay. were trying to read you and we just didn't just did, don't know. I wasn't how to yeah, read. Didn't get picking it. it up. Well, that's okay. You didn't get it and none of us won. So <laughs> hey, uh, how you doing, Dale, today? Uh, Got wow. a I got a man word. You got law. a man law? law what is it? What is it? Never exhibit anger, impatience, or excitement when an accident happens. You need to work on being calm Gosh, in this that's situation. That's a tough one. I mean, when I now, got Pat drilled, is a medical guy. That stuff is easy for him. Yeah. When I got drilled in the head by my son and cut my head open, you know, the instinct would be like, kill somebody. No, but it's no, like, not for you. It wouldn't. <laughs> it's taking me to flop around and pass <laughs> out when you pass see the outside blood. of blood. Ah. Do not have a seizure. You did a good job <laughs> there, man. But I'm leaking. That was a great <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah good job. So, but you know, when stuff does happen, we we got rear-ended this last year as well. And this mm-hmm. guy boom nailed us real hard. We pulled off into a library, and uh, I was like, "Hey, how you doing? All right, let's let's talk this out." You know, cops showed up and. And, uh, you know, instead of getting out and just going berserk on somebody, that's not going to help. Absolutely. So, you know, you got to calm down, work through stuff calmly. It's not going to get you anywhere. 
Well, you said something that's really good, and I think Pat would uh, affirm this. Confidence is contagious, but on the flip side, chaos is contagious. So when you walk out of that car, your wife and your kids are watching you. I mean, I talk to Shanna every day on the phone when she's up at her crash pad, and man, I've got to be really careful to instill confidence because she's barely hanging on. This is a Mm -hmm. huge stretch for her. Mm -hmm. Just like your accident, your wife could have lost all bodily function, figuratively speaking, if you didn't come out calm because they're looking to you because whether you like it or not, guys, whether you obey, you listen to the lies of society or not, you are the leader. You're the tip of the spear. They're looking at you. So stay calm. And, I, and I'm not a calm person at all. But in those situations, you've got to tell yourself. Mm-hmm. Like we were in church Sunday, and a lady just dropped. Boom, dropped. We went to get communion. I came back. This lady's dropped. So my family's freaking out. I'm like, hold on a second. See those three ladies up there? They're all nurses. It's good. Everything's fine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank everything's Jesus fine. for the nurses. Yeah. Everything's fine. I, I just know. can't panic. Yeah. Maybe if you're inwardly panicking, but outwardly yeah. cool and yeah. collected, baby. Yep. Be calm. Hey, I want to get in the meat of the podcast today. What we're doing for the next couple of weeks on the equipping episodes is this book by Rick Johnson, uh, 10 Things Great Dads Do. To me, it was so good. And I'm a guy living on the other side of the bubble. But uh, there are some things in this book I wish I could tell young dads, men in the bubble. And so I, I, we did one last week. We did an overview of the book. And today I want to talk about uh, the communication of dads. Now, specifically, I want to talk about this. I believe this wholeheartedly. Uh, I, I was raised by a dad who loves me, loved me, still loves me deeply. But I can count a number of times on my hand that my dad has said, I love you. And to me, that created a, a little bit of a social awkwardness. And so understanding uh, and trying to figure out how do I interact with my children. So I am the guy. I tell my kids I love you every time I say goodbye to them, whether it's on the phone, what, what, whatever it is. It's always see you, see you, son, love you. See you, honey, love you every single time. Because for me, I don't want them to question my love ever. And so I thought about this. Why do I say I love you? My kids are adult men. And every time they just say, I love you, Dad, and they'll say it before me now. And I've trained them to speak these words of affirmation of love to one another. And I really appreciated Rick in his book when he talked about that, uh, that men, we need to learn how to speak that. And even if it's awkward for you, and even if your dad did not speak those words into your life, you have an opportunity to blaze a new trail. So here are the reasons why I think, are you, did your dad say I love you to you, Pat? No. Never? No. How about and- you, Dale? All the time. So your dad did, Every your night. dad no, didn't. did not. Did in fact, I saw him, yeah, in fact, I saw him last weekend, and and uh, he's got Alzheimer's now, but when I was leaving, I said, love you, dad, and he says, love you, and it it, it felt weird. It just felt weird. Yeah, that's yeah. how it is. With we that. didn't me grow too. up with that. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the reason I say I love you to my wife and kids all the time, every day, a couple reasons, and it's just me being organic here. First of all, I love you daily. Saying I love you daily, it covers a lot of our faults as a parent. I mean, I am not the perfect parent, and my kids have seen a lot of my flaws, and I've made a lot of mistakes, and honestly, I've said things to my kids that I regret. However, I reinforce my fault as a man and my love for them every day when I tell them I love you. So I think our saying that we love them covers those times and we don't act like we love them. Mm-hmm. The second thing for me, I love you is a constant reminder. When I say that to my children, it is a constant reminder 
we have a brand new little god, you know, granddaughter, right? And we're saying that to her now. I love you. And she goes, I love you. Mm-hmm. We're training her that your grandparents, that you are deeply loved. And I think for women, men can navigate around that a little bit. But with women, not hearing those words of affirmation, I love you from their father, your daughter's going to go hear those words, guys. Whether it be some 16-year-old, a hard-on, who's using them to get in her pants, mm-hmm. or whether it's you who's loving her and affirming her, she needs to hear those words, and she will seek out those words desperately. You guys have daughters, wrong or right? No, you're absolutely correct there. Wrong or... Okay. Yeah. So so the second reason, third reason why is I love you. Saying I love you, it sets the tone in your family. It sets the tone that you are a demonstrative family demonstrating your love and affirming that those words of love in acts of love. Those two should work together. And the last thing I want to share is this. Hey, man, when you say I love you, those are the best last words that you can ever say because there will come a day. I'm getting choked up. There will come a day mm-hmm. when you will never speak those words again. And I would hate to have those words be you're a bitch or I hate you. Mm-hmm. Or I'm glad that you're out of my life. Mm-hmm. There will be a day when you will say something to somebody for the very last time. Mm-hmm. And I just pray that those words are, I love you. So anyway, whoo, that got a little real there. Wow, that was great. Got a little real there. Wow, I'm still wow, kind of, I feel like I just watched a Hallmark movie, man. I was going to say, <laughs> Holy you cow. stop watching I Hallmark. need to go get a cat, an emotional support <laughs> yeah. cat to step on. Okay, you know, so, uh, uh, but I mean, those are so, those it, words are so important. It's important how you personalize it too. We, it's really easy to say, love you, love you, or love we you. love you. Yeah, but when you say, I love you, boy, that's impactful to your mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. And, I, and God help the man who his last words are not, I love you. Yeah. When a yeah. kid goes out and something happens or something. My, uh, I asked my brother if he wanted to come with us to meet my dad last weekend for dinner, and he sent me this text. He says, I'm out. And I'm thinking, well, what's this about? And he texts, he says, last time I saw dad, he said to me, there are days I wish you were never born. Mm. Yeah, just killed him. Yeah. We as done. men have tremendous power over what we say to our children and to our spouses. We are building them one word at a time, and that's just huge. Mm -hmm. It's just huge. Guys, you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Changing your world, guys, is the toughest thing you're ever going to do. But simple things like saying I love you, simple things like just just being there, these things will help and encourage you to change your world. But here's what we want to do. We want to offer you three tools to help you. Go and list in our free resources, our, our app, Great Hunt for God app, our podcast, our Men in the Rhea closed Facebook forum for men. Number two, go and invest in yourself. Spend the money so that you can grow and become the best version of yourself. Get our Great Hunt for God material. Pick it up. Grab the, the, the Man Card Series workbooks. Get, a, get with a group of guys. Get involved. We're starting a virtual teams over face, Facebook video messenger. Get involved with guys from all over this country and world and get involved with a band of brothers that will help you to build your life and become the best version. And guys, lastly, when you do those things, I am confident you're going to change your world. Become a champion. Become a world changer. Get involved with the causes that you care about. Get, give Champion the great hunt for God. We are a 501c3 who relies heavily. 80% of our money comes in from our financial champions. Do not be ashamed of giving to the us. Do not be bashful. We need your help, especially during these summer months when it gets really, really dry. So get involved in your local church. Get involved in your community. Guys, join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves and changing their world. Because when a man gets it, 
Everyone, Everyone wins. Until next time, feel the wet sand of the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Say I love you. And be, be a man. man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called The Man Card Weekend with The Men in the Arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode, the Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.